right? And so leading with genuine optimism, we can offer ourselves that self-compassion while acknowledging that shit is fucking hard and also making an effort to change our negative thought patterns, not go down that negative spiral, catch ourselves before we get at the bottom of that negative spiral, right? Because our words create our world. Hi, and welcome to the Endo Bay podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Bree. I'm an ultrasound tech turned endometriosis coach, positivity and self-love advocate, a seven on the Enneagram, and I am a proud dog mom. And I'm on a mission to help you live more positively with endometriosis and be happy in your body. On the Endo Bay podcast, we're going to dive deep into all things endometriosis, mindset, self-love, health, and so much more. This is a badass podcast for badass endo babes and I want you to leave this podcast feeling inspired and empowered on your own health journey with more confidence and the belief that you too can have more good days than bad. Are you with me babes? See you in the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the endo babe podcast. Sorry for the commotion. Gracie's playing ball. Um, I hope you've had a beautiful week so far. So I'm going to start doing like little intros, just giving you guys updates on my life, any new things that I'm learning about before we dive into the episode. So Eli and I just got over COVID, which is a lot of fun. It's our second time having it because we got it back in the very beginning of the pandemic. And that time was a lot worse. I felt like the lingering effects of my breathing lasted a lot longer. Like this one, I'm on day seven and I feel basically normal. This, it was just a head cold essentially for me this time that kind of moved down into my chest, but, and I'm still a little congested, but nothing too serious. Um, and Eli got over it in like a day because that's just Eli. He never gets sick, (laughs) but yeah, we are, when I'm recording this, it's like the end of January. And so we are looking actively looking to buy a house up here and we maybe have lead on a friend's neighbor's house that has like 10 acres on like a beautiful property. I cannot wait to share updates with you when, or if that goes through, I don't want to jinx it. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, but yeah, life is going along. Um, for those of you that don't know, I started a job in ultrasound again up here. I work four tens, um, and I am loving it. Again, it's not as stressful as it was when I lived and worked in Texas. I'm making a lot more money doing it. And my endo isn't flaring like half as much as it did when I worked in Texas. I think there's just a better, better management and more people working, less running around, less stress. Um, and everybody up here is so nice. I love good old mountain people. But yeah, it's been it's been great. And I'm very excited to be back doing ultrasound. I was missing being in the medical field and being able to like chat with patients that I suspected probably had endometriosis, you know, and now I'm working at hospital and then an outpatient OBGYN clinic. So that does like a lot of pelvic exams and things like that for people that have endometriosis. And I was actually chatting with the doctors up there about endometriosis. Cause I was wanting to know, like, if anybody, if they knew anybody in Montana that did good endometriosis care, and they said 
they do minimal excision. They no longer do ablation at their clinic, which I was like jumping for joy. And they refer all of their, like if they think that somebody needs like a extensive surgery, something more than minimal excision, like they refer them out to the excision specialist in Post Falls, Idaho, which literally like I couldn't have been more ecstatic chatting with them about it. They knew about Nancy's nook and all of the things. It's just great seeing from the inside and like talking to them as a peer um, about endometriosis and for them to be so knowledgeable about it in Missoula, Montana. It was awesome. If you guys are in, if any of you are in Montana, reach out and I can share their information with you. That's who my gynecologist is now. So I established care with um, Dr. Umble because he was so well-versed in endometriosis and I just trusted him. I know I haven't been very active on social media, so I apologize for that, but it just, there's a lot of heavy energy on there lately. And the podcast just seems like a more appropriate outlet for me to connect with you guys and yeah, not get sucked into all that is Instagram and all that Instagram has become over these last couple years. My emails are always open, Chelsea Bree at Gmail, C H E L S E A A A B R I at Gmail.com. If you guys ever want to chit chat, just because I'm not on Instagram as often as I used to be. Um, and I love you guys. And I'm going to stop rambling. I hope you are well. I hope if you've gotten COVID, you're feeling better and you're on up and up and on recovery. Yeah. Let's dive into the episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Endo Bay podcast. I hope you've had a beautiful week. Today, we're going to be chatting about changes that you can make that really help you reframe your pain, right? And by that, I mean like changes in our vocabulary, changes in ways that we think that can help you reframe your pain, right? Because, and I know I got a lot of shit for this when I first started talking about mindset and mentality around your pain in your body when it comes to endometriosis and how it can improve your quality of life. I got a lot of shit about positivity, like toxic positivity, right? And that's because toxic positivity doesn't have you account for the other emotions that you're feeling. And that's no way what I'm ever talking about, right? What I talk about is helping you shift your perspective on things to help your pain, like release that emotional hold that it has on you, right? In positivity culture, it really puts a lot of pressure on us that can lead to self-blame and self-doubt and worthiness issues, right? Because we can talk about the law of attraction and how, like, if you think something, it's going to come to you. And so you want to think positive thoughts and The dark side is that the assumption that the reason you're still sick or in pain is because you're not positive enough, right? And that's just not true, right? There's nothing that you did to cause your pain. There's nothing that you did to cause your endometriosis, right? Sometimes in life, life is hard, right? It's hard for everybody and how everybody deals with the hard of life is different, but being able to 
change your perception and change your thought processes. And instead of focusing on like toxic positivity, focusing on genuine optimism, right? And that's like one of, I gave that example in the episode, a couple episodes back about the new year's resolutions, right? It's like genuine optimism because with genuine optimism, it's not this think positive thoughts only and positive things will come to me because the law of, I mean, the law of attraction is real. I definitely believe in all of the laws of the universe, but with genuine optimism, it really offers, it's you offering yourself compassion by acknowledging those difficult emotions, anger, stress, the fear, life, right? While also making an effort to change like negative thought patterns that are no longer serving us, right? And so it's leading with self-compassion instead of leading with self-blame, right? And one way that we can start with genuine optimism is through shifting like negative beliefs and negative words that we say to ourselves into positive ones through the use of like positive vocabulary, right? Positive psychology, because words create our world, right? Words are so powerful because we use them to view, think about, and process our reality, right? And so if you're constantly either, I kind of call it like gaslighting yourself through toxic positivity and self-blame, right? Like I can only think negative or positive things. So if anything, I have a bad day or anything like that, my fault, I have to be good. You know, like that kind of energy is like, can't, you can tell it's like hitting your head on a wall. You don't want that. We want to lead with self-compassion. We want to make our lives least resistive as possible, right? And so leading with genuine optimism, we can offer ourselves that self-compassion while acknowledging that shit is fucking hard and also making an effort to change our negative thought patterns not go down that negative spiral, catch ourselves before we get at the bottom of that negative spiral, right? Because our words create our world. And this is important for endometriosis because there's a mind-body connection. It's not just like your thoughts are up here. And I was just listening to this TikTok guy. (laughs) Um, He's a neurosurgeon. He was talking about how um, negative thoughts can actually cause stress in your body. Like physical markers of stress, right? And so if you're constantly thinking negative things and like allowing yourself to go down those negative spirals and not challenging your habit of negative thinking, right? It actually causes stress markers in your body, which can increase your pain, right? And when we feel certain emotions, like our mind releases peptide chemicals into our bodies and cells, right? So for every cell that we have in our body, the outside of that cell is like a little receptor. It has like little things for stuff to go in. And so when we feel a certain emotion, our brain releases those peptides, they go down and they hit the receptors on the outside of cells and relay a signal about that emotion to your body. Right. And so then that cell can chemically change based on your emotion. So Say you're happy and joyful and your brain releases peptides that go into your body and attach onto the receptors on your cells, 
in your body and change chemically because you're happy and joyful, you'll get more energy. You will get like light and airy and like giddy and like you want to move and you're tingly. Right. And the same thing can go for like, if you're sitting there, like berating yourself negatively and thinking like putting self-blame and feeling like you're a piece of shit and like, whatever you want to say to yourself, we're so mean to ourselves. There's no depths to how harsh we can be on ourselves. Right. And it changes your cells chemically. So you'll get lack of energy, lack of motivation, exhaustion, right? It's all because your cells are chemically changed. Thanks to the peptides that are released based on your emotions. Those changes have been seen chemically under a microscope in a lab. It's been scientifically proven, right? And this really works the other way too, right? Because our mind, it's not just like a one-way street. It's not just your brain telling your body things. It's your body tells your brain things too. And so if you can change your energy flow, your physical association to a certain emotion, like you can change your brain chemistry, change the energy you have by moving your body, tapping into your meridian points with EFT tapping, right? And get that energy flowing. It can actually change those chemicals in your brain and change your emotions, right? Because it's a two-way street. So that's really what I want to talk to you guys about today. I'm actually really excited. I have somebody coming on the podcast later in a few weeks who specializes in EFT, which is um, tapping on your meridian points. There's like certain sequence that you do them in um, and it helps move energy through your body to change your brain. It's it's nuts and very powerful. So I'm excited to have her on, but that's not what today's episode's about. Anyway. So back to shifting negative beliefs into positive ones through using a positive vocabulary, right? Because again, our words create our world. And so if we can reframe character flaws, quote unquote, into strengths, like notice how your body feels when I say the first word, and then notice the shift when I read the second word, okay? Over-emotional shifts to compassionate, judgmental, shifts to realistic, weird, shifts to unique, flaky, reframed as flexible, right? Because we have all these negative connotations to quote-unquote negative words and When we say things like that to ourselves on a constant basis, like I just said, our words create our world and it can actually increase our pain. So when we can reframe things in a positive light, right, it can release that emotional hold that it has on us, right? So you're not over-emotional, you're compassionate and you care a fuck ton, you're not judgmental, you're realistic. You're not weird, you're unique. You're not flaky, you're flexible. You're not bossy, you are a leader, right? There are so many ways that this works and it doesn't obviously just work for quote unquote, like flaws, right? Like you can use this for anything that you're saying to yourself. And something that I'm going to challenge you to do, obviously not if you're driving, but write down, just start to notice because the first step in doing this for yourself is noticing what you say to yourself. Most of the time, like we walk through our lives and we 
have no idea like what our brain is like saying over and over and over about us. Right. And when you can take a step back, not literally just start to notice what you said to yourself, right? Like, Hey, I just got really cranky. What was I just thinking about? Or, Hey, I just got irritable. Like why, what am I thinking about? Hey, I have a knot in my stomach. What am I thinking about? What things am I saying to myself on a constant basis? Right. And if you do this for a week, you're going to notice that the things you say to yourself, you repeat over and over and over again. Right. And if you have a really hard time with this, I would recommend that you ask one of your loved ones, what do you say to yourself on a daily basis? Or what mean things do I say to myself? Ask your mom, ask your partner, ask your dad, ask your brother, your sister, whoever you live with. Right. Because it can be hard for us to notice sometimes, but other people notice, especially people that love you and care about you. So ask them, like, what do I say to myself? And then I want you to write it down. And I think this is usually one of the most powerful things that my clients, when they first start working with me, they, I have them do this exercise, right? And you don't realize like how mean you are to yourself until you start writing down the things that you're saying to yourself. And if negative, mean thoughts can increase your stress hormones and make you have more pain, like imagine what it's doing to you. Once you have your list of things that you say to yourself, like I want you to go through and ask yourself if you think that it's true. And if you do think that it's true, why do you think that it's true? Has somebody told you this? Where did you hear it? Right? What makes you think that it's true? And if you think that it's false, then why do you keep saying it to yourself? And I want you to take whatever you're saying to yourself and create a new reality. And by that, I mean, create a new thing that you say to yourself. So if every time you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, God, I'm so fat, something that moved, you can't just move from like love to hate or hate to love, right? You have to go through indifference and liking and being okay with first, right? So if you're at a very like low place, this might not seem very realistic to you. So pick something that does seem realistic, right? Like if you, every time you look in the mirror, you're like, God, I'm so fat. Like something that I did, I'm like, I looked at myself in the mirror and like I said, I'm okay. I didn't like look at all the different areas that I hated and like poke all the fat that I had on my body. I just looked at myself and I said, I'm okay. Right. And it doesn't, nothing happens overnight, right? You're not going to do this once and magically feel better about yourself, right? It takes consistency and showing up day in and day out to get the changes that you want. But if the changes of your mindset can help your pain lessen, right? Or help you love yourself a little more, like that's pretty fucking great. And when you can notice that shift, right? Notice how your body feels when you read the mean things that you're saying to yourself. And then notice the shift that occurs after you read your new sentence about yourself, right? And again, it doesn't have to go from hate to love. It can go from hate to okay, hate to I don't hate, hate to I feel indifferent about, hate to like, whatever you want, you know, find something that resonates for you. Because if you don't, if it doesn't resonate with you, it's not going to work, right? And this can relate to your pain as as well, like how you think about your pain. When you can change your thoughts about 
pain in general and think about it in a non-threatening way, it can help to release that emotional hold that it has and help to reduce it, right? So if every time you get a sharp pain, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to die just to like get something like totally out there. And then you get the left side pain and you're like, okay, this is just endometriosis. Like I am still safe, right? Or shifting from this hurts so fucking bad to I'm not comfortable right now, right? Because the first sentence like, holy fuck pain or this hurts so bad sends like signals of danger to your brain, right? And when you can say like, okay, I'm not comfortable right now. And what can I do to get more comfortable, right? If you can just take away those, I don't want to say triggering words, but they kind of are triggering words, right? Because they trigger thoughts of danger, signals of danger to your brain, right? And so do this as well. Like write down all the things that you think about your pain. Like, holy fuck, fuck endo you know, or, oh my God, this hurts so bad. And like, that's not to invalidate your pain, right? It's how can we reframe to move your body from feeling tense and rigid to create a shift of a little bit of release, right? So from this hurts really bad, I'm not comfortable. Like this hurts really bad makes you kind of feel tense. I'm not comfortable. It's like, okay, I'm not comfortable, but it's not as jarring. And I just, I know how powerful this can be. And I know that our mind-body connection is so strong. And for most of us, we're living not even in our bodies at all, right? If we're worried about how we look, how much pain we're in, thinking about all these things, our bodies are like in a constant state of fight or flight. And we're just like living up in our head. And so if we're living up in our head all of the time, and it's negative all of the time, it's going to, just because we're living up there doesn't mean that it's not still talking to our body, right? And so can you take deep breaths and move yourself from your head into your body, right? Can you start to notice sensations that are happening in your body? Can you notice sensations when you shift a negative belief into a positive one, right? When you start to get curious about how the things that you do impact, impacts your life, and your quality of life, like things start to change fast. I love you all. If you need any help with this, my DMs are always open. My email is for sure always open. C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-A-B-R-I at Gmail. Um, you can always shoot me an email. We can chit chat there. Sometimes that's a little easier. For some reason, DMs on Instagram get put in like my hidden folder and then I don't see them for like 30 weeks. It's real fun. Um, so email is probably the best. So shoot me an email. We can chat about this. If you need help reframing something, I would love to help you. Uh, but I'll catch you on the next episode of the Endo Babe podcast. Oh, babe, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I had so much fun and I'm so fucking grateful for every single one of you. If you thought that this was helpful or you loved any part of this podcast, I would love, love, love for you to screenshot it and post it on Instagram at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-B-R-I and take me. 
I would love to see what you're getting out of the episodes. It makes me so happy. I would also love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave a review because that just helps other wonderful endo babes find me as well. I adore you. And I believe that you don't deserve to feel like shit. You deserve to have a normal life despite endometriosis. So I love you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll catch you on next week's episode of the Endo Babe Podcast.